Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everybody. We're back. That's right. It is the Believe in Bengal podcast. He is Adam Pacman Jones. I'm Solomon Wilcox. It's great to be back with you. We're only about, what, two weeks, Adam, before the start of training camp. It's about to get real. It's almost showtime, baby. <laughs> yes, football season is almost back. That's right. Wait. It's going to be an exciting year. That's um, right. For our Bengals this year. It's going to be very exciting. In fact, it's already starting to heat up a little bit, all the chatter, ESPN, they just issued and released their list of the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, this is per their interviews and conversations with NFL coaches, NFL executives, with NFL scouts, and even players who weighed in. And here is the list. I'm going to start from number 10 all the way to the top. Dak Prescott, number 10. Deshaun Watson, number nine. Russell Wilson at number eight. Justin Herbert at number seven. Uh, Matthew Stafford at number six. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow at number five. Joe Tom, that Tom Brady at number four. Josh Allen at number three. Patrick Mahomes at number two. And Aaron Rodgers, back-to-back MVP award winner, checking in at number one. First, I want to get your impressions of Joe Burrow checking in at number five, even though he's only played, what, about a year and a half? Yeah. Uh, but I, I I like, listen, the fact that he's on the list, but he's not only in the top 10, he's in the top five. Yeah, and um, Joe should be a little higher if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Um, but I think these guys are all playing at a high level. Aaron Rodgers has shown in week in and week out why he should be number one. Um, Patrick Mahomes have, have had a hell of a stellar career. Um, the only person I, I might be a little up in the air on is Matthew Stafford. Um, I don't know if I would have put him in my top 10, but the rest of that list, um, I think it's a really good list. He did just win a Super Bowl. He did just throw a no-look pass over the middle to Cooper Cup. Uh, he did just lead his team on a game-winning drive against our Bengals. So, I mean, I don't want some scrub having done that to our Bengals. I, so, I would say I don't mind him in the top ten given what he just accomplished. All right. I, I'll go with that. So, I, I ain't going to fight you on that. <laughs> I know, I right? That. It's just hard, man. If you win a Super Bowl, man, you sh- it's hard to show up on a team as a free agent 
You just show up in the same year you show up, you win a Super Bowl. Yeah, hard that, that hard. as a quarterback. That is, that is hard, but he had a lot of pieces to the puzzle, no offensively doubt. and defensively. That you know? is true. That's if he true. don't win right there, do do is he still in the top ten? No, if he because he's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I mean, right now this dude, listen, you and I both know you're here one day after you win a Super Bowl. You're here the next. <laughs> you right about that? It, it it improves your stock, just like our Joe Burrow. Listen, man, he was coming in. The guy was the most sacked quarterback in the NFL last year, but he overcame it. And to do that and go to a Super Bowl, no, they didn't win it. But everybody know if you would have gave Joe more time, Joe's probably holding him a Vince Lombardi trophy. So we have to give him credit for what he accomplished. Yes, of course we do. And how many times he's gotten hit? You know, he's been the most sacked. In the last two years, but yep. um, I think I think Mr. Brown made it rain on the offseason, so we should be good, <laughs> good up front with uh the security mm-hmm. guards. But I think Joe has to be at the top level with with you know with everything. Yes, he do got a lot of picks, but he got a lot of touchdowns too. Um, he plays really good in the uh in the big big time games. Do you have any problem with the Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen being? Rated higher than Joe Burrow and even higher than Tom Brady on this list. Uh, no, Josh Allen is a dog. He plays. He is. He really he plays is. hard every week, man, and he can make all the throws. He can get you in and out of checks, and he can run the ball. And so, he will run. He will run he will a run DB over. over. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, he be like, oh man, no way. Now he see a defensive back, and then he see he like, ain't no way I'm sliding for you, bro. Right. There's no way I, yeah, I'll run, I'm running you over. There ain't no way I'm sliding for you. I'm not getting my jersey dirty for you. <laughs> Depend on how big, how, how much room he got coming at me. I'm like, yeah, is this a business move? Uh, uh, He's been no. running for like five or 10 yards a game from speed. He a big dude, man. He played physical too. He played yeah. real physical. And up there in that weather, um, you can't ask, you can't ask for no better than what, what he, he can, he can spin the rock. In two playoff games last year, he had nine touchdowns, zero interceptions, and the Bills averaged 44 points in their two postseason games last year before losing to Kansas City. Hey, let's move on because PFF, they also ranked um, uh, all the teams by position. So they took the position area, the position groups, and gave them a ranking. Let's start with the running backs because – the top five running backs uh, in terms of the room, not just one back, but the group of running backs uh, that they deem to be uh, the team with the top five running backs. Cleveland Brown checked in at number one. Number one. Indianapolis Colts check in at number two. Green Bay Packers check in at number three because they have Aaron Jones and uh, A.J. Dillon. And then Minnesota check in at number four. The Saints with uh, Marvin, with uh, Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara check in at number five. They list the Bengals at number 14 Woo. when it comes to their running backs as a group. Um, I, w- I would like to believe we in the top 10. I would I, like to believe that. I would say we in the top 10. You know, sometimes, I don't know if this is as a group or as one player, but with the guys that's on the list, 
which Cleveland has a hell of a running game. We talked about that earlier yes, on the did. last show when we was going through the positions. Um, Indy have a hell of a running game. Uh, Minnesota do too. Oh, it's, it's tough up there to talk though. They, to see, they it's have tough. two. These teams have two backs. Yeah. Listen, we have one. We Joe Mixon by himself. If you were just ranking like top Back. backs in the league, Bengals in the top five. If you're just saying Joe right. Mixon, um, you know Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, CMC, whatever. However you want to rank them, uh, our guy is a top five back as a oh. runner and a catcher. But totally I think agree with I think when you look at the whole group, we need somebody else that we can add to that list. You need a like a two hitter quitter, right? <laughs> you need two guys, maybe three guys to make uh, I think the top five in this list. Certainly, uh, maybe even a top ten. Yeah. But the biggest one, <laughs> go on, tell us, Ali. Tell uh, about the wide the receivers. receivers. <laughs> PFF ranked the Cincinnati Bengals with the top wide receiving group in the NFL. And Adam Jones, how could they not make them number one? I don't understand how can they not either. You got two guys that that's took the roof off the coverage. Um, then you got a guy that's just really don't get the, the, uh, the, the, the hype that he should get. But week in and week out in the slot, he is getting busy. Tyler Boyd. Tyler, Tyler Boy is getting busy. TV you know what I'm saying? is a bad dude, man. Yeah, bad so dude. It's hard. It's hard right now. You don't know who to double. You don't know who to double. And, when and, T, to and, and T. Higgins, he's got to come back healthy. But he was giving them work in the Super Bowl, bro. Oh, yeah. He about yeah. ready to be MVP. Jamar Chase has a beautiful one-hand stab over Jalen Ramsey. Jamar Chase is making plays all over the place. We just couldn't protect our quarterback. It's a shame to watch tape and see your receivers wide open down the field and your quarterback's on the ground. <laughs> but Mr. Brown, he done fixed that problem. We're going to be all right this year, Solid. That's because he saw the same tape we saw, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and, he, and we all like, oh, man, if we could have just had another split second, a split second would have changed the game, the whole morale of the game with that, you know, with the last play of the game, I think, personally. You know, Jamar Chase ranked first last season among all wide receivers. He had eight touchdowns. I think he had 14 total, but eight touchdowns for 20 yards or more. Remember, when they drafted him, they did it because they said, we need a big play threat to our wide receiving core. We thought T. Higgins was a guy who can make some plays. We knew Tyler Boyd was great in the slot. They drafted Jamar Chase to bring big plays to the offense. And he did just that, Adam. Um, rarely do you get a rookie that shows up day one, year one, and answer all the questions and leave none answered at all. I, I think the last person that had long touchdowns like that, I think it was... Uh, um, uh, Randy Moss. No, not uh, Jackson. Uh, Randy Moss, of course, he was at the top. Uh, um, Deshaun Jackson? D-Jack. D-Jack had a crazy, crazy first two years. I know he was up yeah, there. Yeah, he's a big Randy play guy. As far as, like, um, how many touchdowns that was over 20 yards. But, man, Jamar, is the, he's the truth, man. He, he's shown the week in, week out, you know. And they got a great group over there, man. A lot of young guys, speed, talented, and um, very explosive. 
Now, for offensive line, PFF is ranked and rated the offensive line across the board, tackle, guards, and center. Number one on their list is the Philadelphia Eagles. Number two on their list is the Cleveland Browns. You and I talked about this. With the four we, pro bowlers. We, that's right. And they got four pro bowlers on their offensive line. Detroit Lions with Panay Sewell. They check in at number three with the third best offensive line in the NFL, according to PFF. And Tampa Bay checks in at number four, even though we've taken away one of their best offensive linemen in Alex Kappa. The Green Bay Packers check in at number five. The PFF database ranks and rates the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line in the top 10 at number eight. Okay, this after allowing 51 sacks, an NFL high one year ago. This time last year, Cincinnati Bengals had one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. Just by changing out three new starters, even before we take a snap, PFF says we're in the top 10, Adam. Your thoughts. And I'm I'm praying to God that they are right because we paid them like we are a top 10 offensive lineman. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what Joe is going to be able to do with the real offensive line because the last four or five years, Joe been running, getting dog yards, you know, getting five yards of carry. Now that uh, Mixon going to have a, a lot of guys up there and, and more more to work with, I think we are ex- we're expecting a lot out of Joe this year. We're expecting a big year um, as far as rushing. We're expecting him to see if he can go to that 2K mark. Um, this is by far the best offensive line that I've seen here or if I've played on or, or since as long as I've been a Bengal or even watching the football in the last, this is the best on paper line that I've seen in a long time here in Cincinnati. So I think everybody excited. I know you are too now. I'm pumped. Look, when I played here, I, I had we had the luxury, which is why we owned the division. Yeah. We beat Houston Oilers with regularity. We, we we didn't lose. I think we're, the whole four years I was here, we probably lost one game to Pittsburgh in four years and swept them all the other years. Uh, Cleveland was a formidable team in those days, but we housed them as well because, because of our offensive line. We had Anthony Munoz, Max Montoya, Joe Walter. I remember us playing the Philadelphia Eagles with Jerome Brown, uh, Reggie White, and Seth Joyner. And man, and Clyde Simmons, and we went in there and housed them. Yeah. I'm just telling, I'm just telling. That's a good that and you feel good when you got that kind of O-line at. I'm just yeah. telling you, man, it makes playing football a whole lot easy. So yeah, that's why we went out and hijacked the Patriots and took their center, Ted Karras. We hijacked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and took one of their best young guards at Alex Kappa. Come here. And, and we went in and, and told Dallas Cowboys that hey, y'all ain't. Y'all ain't using loud collars. Go ahead and we'll go ahead and take him off your hands since y'all don't want to pay him. And you know, those guys came here because of Joe Burrow. Yeah. And uh, now we're going to give, you know, um, Carmen Jackson, he's playing the other guard spot. And obviously Jonah Williams at the other tackle position. So two guys get to come back from last year's offensive line. But we got three new ones up there and we drafted some more. We have some depth on the offensive line. So I'm feeling good about that group. The days of giving up nine sacks in a game and 51 on the season. Them days are over. Over with. And it's going to help our run game too, Adam. Yes. So the whole offense, I think, is going to be elevated. If we stay healthy, 
I'm, I'm predicting a very successful 2022 season. Let's talk about the defensive line. PFF, they rank the defensive line, at least the top five goes like this. The LA Rams at number one. And how could they not? They got some dude by the name of Aaron Donald. You might have heard of him. (laughs) (laughs) Washington, Washington Commodores. That kid Chase Young is going to be coming back. But they've got four first-round picks on their four-man defensive line. We should know this because when we played them two years ago, that's the game when Joe Burrow got hurt. That's the morning I woke up. With this sense of foreboding, saying, "Ah, uh, uh, I got, I ain't feeling good about today because of those guys." And but we, they, their day is coming. Green Bay Packers check in at number three. Pittsburgh at number four. Tampa defensive line at number five. Um, PFF has the Bengals defensive line ranked 14th, even though they finished with 42 sacks one year ago, ranked 11th with 42 sacks last season. I, I just don't understand how we go backwards and we we ended off pretty good but you know we got a little room that we can improve i guess and up there in front but these teams that you you just name um la washington green bay Pitt, yep. they have stellar line and tampa bay like yeah they got a lot of money tied up in those guys you know what i mean so i'm not really worried about being 14th on the list i think that we have the right guys for our system um and We'll be all right. We'll be all right down there. DJ Reader, BJ Hill on the inside, Sam Hubbard uh, and Trey Hedrickson on the outside. Uh, they drafted a talented rookie out of the University of Florida and Zachary Carter, who can play both inside and outside. And in a minute, we're going to talk about the defensive backs and how they how they drafted guys there who can play multiple positions. Zach Carter is the same way. Um, Joseph Asai was a defensive end they drafted a year ago who got hurt early. He's going to factor in the rotation on our defensive line. We're going to be better on our defensive line this year, and they're going to be deeper. In other words, more guys working in the rotation. I I feel real good about that. I think when it's all said and done, PFF is going to say, yeah, we were wrong. We should have had the Bengals defensive line high. Top 10, baby, top 10. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. All right, we'll finish it up talking about the defensive backs. Now, this one is interesting because the Bengals finished in the top 10 when it comes to the secondary. Of course, the Baltimore Ravens checked in at number one as the best secondary in the NFL. Tampa Bay checked in at number two. That's questionable. Cleveland Browns check in at number three with the third best. Well, PFF love the Cleveland Browns roster. I could just tell you that. Yeah, they do. Green Bay has number four secondary and the Dolphins, who I think secondary is underrated. I think Uh, the Dolphins are way better than than being five. There's no doubt. The Dolphins, Xavier and how them boys can play. He is a ball hawk. He is the man. If you ain't heard about him, you about to hear about him. 24 interceptions over the last three seasons. Yes. More than any other player in the NFL that dude is bad dude but the, Bengals, the Hall of Fame numbers that's exactly right the Bengals checking in at number 10 even with Eli Apple listed as a starter so what do you say about that well I'm saying I like it if they love it but we know and you know that Eli has to play better if he want to be up in the top 10 that's um, right but 
I wasn't so hard on him like he was uh, for the championship game. Um, I ain't think he played that bad, but he did get get the ball call on him in some critical times of the game. But I I I just think the guy need to humble himself and dial back in, man, and play football. Like just just play football. Stop talking trash, man. Makes yeah. Makes yeah, you gotta make some plays. And you cannot have teams like targeting you at critical moments unless you make them pay. Like you gotta make them pay. If they're gonna come at you, they're gonna look at you as the weak link. Because right now, with Mike Hilton at that nickel corner, Shadobia Woozy at that other corner, even Dax Hill coming in, gonna factor in in the nickel, or maybe as a dime defender. And then obviously, man, Jesse Bates Von Bell out. I'm taking that safety tandem over everybody else just because yes. I, I like I yes. like Jesse Bates that much. Okay. So yeah, look, now we need um Cameron Taylor Britt. We need the rookie to to play some, get some snaps at corner. We need a four-man rotation at corner. What we do you need? We need a five-man rotation. Okay. <laughs> need bodies. That's true. You're gonna you need I mean? five at some point, right? Yeah, they they in that three-three. You got to have a lot of bodies back there. Yeah. And the guys that can go in and play dual position like the Mike Hills and guys can go in the slide blitz and, and go in, go in the, the third wide receiver. So that's big right now, man. You got to have you a good six, five to six guys if you want to be competitive, you know? Well, hey, it's always good talking with you, man. The Cincinnati Bengals defensive backs check in at in the top 10 in the PFF database, <clears throat> their defensive line ranks 14th. Uh, the offensive line has climbed from near the bottom of the league to check in at number eight um, on the PFF uh, rankings of offensive line. Cincinnati Bengals check in in the PFF database with the best wide receiver group in the National Football League, checking in at number one. And the running back group, uh, this is a little disappointing. I think when it's all said done, we're going to go higher than 14 on the list. And of course the quarterback, Joe Burrow, according to ESPN and um, who polled executive coaches um, as well as scouts and players, Joe Burrow checks in at number five behind Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Tom Brady. This has been another stellar edition of the Believe in Bingo podcast. He is Adam Pacman Jones. I'm Solomon Wilcox. Thank you for joining us, everyone. And you know, this fall, you're going to be able to catch the Believe in Bingo podcast yes. on Bally Sports Ohio. How about that? Holla at your boy. We'll check in with you next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.